Hey guys, so uh, joining me right now is uh, my boy, my oldest, JJ. I'm glad to have you back on. You excited, bud? Yeah. Excellent. So uh, Chris couldn't be here tonight. He's uh, he's working, doing some stuff, but we're going to have a special episode Friday morning where we're going to record and uh, get a, a friend of ours, a, a family member of ours. He's going to come on and we're going to discuss some basketball. So figured, hey, let me get uh, JJ on here and we'll discuss a little bit of football and kind of get a rundown of this week. So we, we've seen some crazy things happening uh, over the last week or so. Uh, last week, uh, the Denver Broncos didn't have a quarterback. They had a, a wide receiver playing quarterback, and I think he might have completed one pass for like three yards. It was pretty ridiculous. And these, uh, the era of COVID is pretty, pretty stupid, pretty ridiculous. But, hey, uh, so we had that going on last week. The Raiders got smoked. Uh, I don't know what happened there, but they got smoked which uh, I, I was really hoping Chris would be on here since he's a big Raiders fan just to <laughs> mess with him. But uh, he's not here to uh, take his beating because so, he, he would give me the business. I know him well enough to know he'd give me the business about how bad my Patriots are playing. But somehow we, uh, we lucked into a win. If you can't tell, J.J. and I are uh, definitely homers. Uh, we're, we're big Patriots guys. And um, I, I just got to ask you, bud, uh, just out of curiosity, uh, as a Patriots fan, should we have lost on purpose this season or should we go for it? With What do you think? I think this season you would go for it to see what you have in Newton and some of your younger guys on the yeah, defense. I mean, we had the most opt-outs out of anybody. You know, we had like eight guys opt out. We're bringing in a, a running back at quarterback. We're losing people left and right, health-wise, you know, injuries and stuff. So I, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm, I, I, we're we're at five and six. We're at five and six right now, and we're, you know, we're we're a few games out from being even in the the playoff picture. If I could pull that up, I'm trying to pull that up for us here. But I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about that. Like, man, could we have gone full Jets on this thing? Like, it hurts my heart to even think that about going full Jets on this thing. And, and I think just, it's possible to go full Jets if you're tanking how well, bad they are. They are pretty bad. So we are currently – what are they taking, eight teams? I think we're – man, we're, we're like a game and a half out of the playoffs or something right now. We're at five and six. Uh, so the Dolphins and the Bills are definitely going to get ahead of us. I don't think we're going to – Dolphins are good this year. Yeah. I don't think we're going to be able to catch the Bills since they're at eight and three. We're at five and six. I don't think we can catch them. As, you know, we can do all we want to. I don't think we're going to catch them. We might be able to catch Miami, but I kind of doubt it. I mean, they'd have to really get on a losing streak, and I don't think that's going to happen. Not not on Two a full games. Streak. Well, I mean, we have beaten them, and we'll play them again. Yeah, but this week they're uh, they're playing uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati's well, well. going to Miami. They, no, no Burrow, you know what I mean? So I, I, I think that's an easy W for Miami, especially sure. the way they've been playing. I think, I think they'll pull that off and they'll, they'll walk out of there with the win. So that would put them at eight and four. And I think the Buffalo Bills are going to win. And so they'll be at nine and three. So I, I don't think we can do it that way. It'd have to be some extraordinary case where we can get a wild card. So I, I don't know. It's, when I think about it, man, I, I don't think Newton's the future quarterback. I really don't. Um, I hope we drop him. Well, he was only a one-year signing, so there's the good news. He's a one-year signing, so we don't have to keep him. <laughs> we can move on. 
but I, I was just kind of hoping for a higher draft pick so we could get somebody good at quarterback, you know, because obviously uh, Stidham isn't panning out. Hoyer's awful. And Newton, I mean, he's, I, I think Newton's he's awful. Newton's not bad. <laughs> I think he's awful. I got, there's other people around me that I know that talk about Newton, like, man, he's amazing and blah, blah, blah. And I just – What is he? Personally, no. I've never thought he was awful – or, excuse me, never thought he was any good. Even his MVP season, I never thought he was any good. I think he's just overrated, personally. I think He didn't win the MVP for being an MVP. He won the MVP because people liked him. So you're saying that he's popular, not good? Yes. Wow. So he's more of a social media star, a commercial star kind of Probably guy. Probably made more money off the endorsements than he has on the Panthers. Uh, he's definitely not making it on the Patriots with the contract they signed him to. So that's that's understandable. So we've got the Patriots who are kind of middling. Maybe they're awful. They're kind of are awful. But then we got the team at the top, man, eleven and zero right now. And now they lose the Steelers, eleven and zero. They lose Bud Dupree. Found out he's got a torn ACL. He they lose him for the year. Okay, so the Pittsburgh Steelers have the Redskins at home this week. I, I don't think – That's either, a win. That's a win. I, I, now, don't get me wrong. The Redskins' defense is uh, definitely stepping up, but their offense is just not great, not yet. Now, maybe, maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm saying that they're stepping up because they played an awful Cowboys team last week <laughs> on Thanksgiving Day and they blew it up. I'm loving your braces right now. I, are you regretting that color in the front? You're regretting that color? Halloween that I found out. I wasn't getting changed until this month. Yeah, see? Yeah, I'm trying to let everybody know that sees your smile right now, that you don't have bad teeth. It's just the rubber bands on your braces. <laughs> They're black. That's awful. Okay, we're never doing that again, are we? <laughs> no. Oh, man, that's funny. All right, so we have that going on. So do you think, in my opinion, because of this injury, just I think it'll be a blow to the defense. I think they'll they'll still do pretty good, but I think it's going to be a blow. I mean, the guy was having a, a good year. So, do you think that they're going to be able to stay undefeated for the rest of the year? I mean, that's a that's a tall task for anybody to stay. Unless they play the Chiefs at all in the rest of the season, I think they still got it. Okay, so here's the deal. This week, they are home against the Redskins. So, we're both saying that's a win for the Steelers. That's a win. Okay. Next week, they go on the road to Buffalo. Mm. That's a tough one, right? That's a tough one. That's, that, that's where I think they could get tripped up. Okay. And then after that, they go on the road to Cincinnati. I think that's a win. That's a win. They're going to be home to play against the Colts. That's a win. I think it's a win. And then the, they finish the season at the Browns. That's a win. <laughs> yeah. In theory, as long as there's no helmets being swung, it could be a, it could be a win. So, um, so we're, we're thinking they could end up at 15-1. and one. I think they'll go undefeated sometimes. You think the, they'll go undefeated? You think they'll I, still pull it off? Sometimes the Bills just trip. And You're they, going for it. See, I got uh, – man, if Justin Stevenson is listening to this, he's going to love this. He's a, he's a Steelers guy. I know a few Steelers guys, so they're going to love hearing the idea of your saying that they're going to go undefeated. Now, are you willing to go as far as saying that they're going to win it all? Like they're going to make it past no. the Super Bowl? 
I think the Chiefs are going to repeat. You think? Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. They've got an unbelievable offense, and the defense is playing well enough. I think uh, they'll I, make it to the conference championship, though. So you're saying they're going to play against the Chiefs in the, in the AFC championship and then lose? Yeah. But they could they could possibly hold uh, they could possibly hold home field advantage possibly because they're at eleven and zero. The Chiefs are at ten and one. Now let's look at the Chiefs the rest of their schedule. The Chiefs uh, Broncos this weekend. That's a win. win. Uh, they go to the Dolphins next weekend. Win. Okay. They go to the Saints after that. Win sometimes. They just lost maybe, what if Drew Brees is back? If he comes back, that looks different. It does look different, but I still I think it's probably. Still think the Chiefs will do it. They have enough firepower. Okay, so what? All right, we get to uh, was this week fifteen, and they play the Falcons at home. Oh, that's definitely. They might put up a hundred points. I don't know. The Falcons' <laughs> defense is awful. Uh, and then the last week they have the Chargers at home, so they Win. could also finish fifteen and one. So that would be interesting to see how they do the tiebreaker on that. I'm I'm curious how that works. The only uh, team, they, the only two teams they would lose to would be Miami, who they're still a young team and they got some years, and then the Saints. True. The Saints, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. a legitimate chance. It's a legit chance if if Drew Brees is healthy. But man, he had like what was it like ten to fourteen ribs that were fractured, and he had a punctured <laughs> lung. Right now, right now the. Uh, the Saints are literally playing a running back at, at quarterback. They're slash guy. You know, they're playing. And I won't lie to you. I am, uh, I am trying to pick up Taysom Hill in one of my leagues right now because I'm not happy with any of my quarterback production. Um, <laughs> my fantasy leagues, I am not happy. The idea of a one-week rental of Taysom Hill or a two-week rental, but they're playing the Falcons this week, so I'm hoping he can just run in two or three more touchdowns. You know, I'm not liking the fact that I'm having to bench Michael Thomas in some of my leagues. You know, he's <laughs> one of my main guys. But right now, since I don't have Drew Brees, I got nobody throwing in the ball. So it's like, ugh. So, yeah. but you were you were telling me that you are. Uh, uh, I guess you're in one in the John and Chris Show League. You have a uh, you have your team injured. You have like everybody on your bench is injured right now or out, right? I have g- dropping Lamar. <laughs> you dropped him. I'm getting Austin Eckler. I'm dropping Walmart. Oh, you! Oh man, I can't believe you're getting Eckler. I was trying to, I was trying to snag it. I'm at the bottom <laughs> of the waiver wire, so I know for sure I'm not going to be able to get Eckler. <laughs> man, that sucks. That sucks. I was Walmart. hoping I could sneak that in there, but y'all pay attention too much. I check every day, multiple times a day. <laughs> hey, uh, so well, you know, uh, big news in the NFL. I don't know if it's big news, but uh, after last week's loss on national television to the Houston Texans the Detroit Lions decide to fire Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn okay now both of these guys Matt Patricia you know he's 13 29 and one in Detroit that's not good that's not good yeah so uh really low winning percentage there Bob Bob Quinn they were trying to make the what looks like the Patriots of the West and that that's not paying it obviously did not pay off uh, man, they—I mean—they signed, uh, dude. What is that dude's name? I can't—I can see his face now, and I can't think of him for the Patriots. Uh, the defensive end. Oh, Flowers. Mm. Flowers. 
They signed uh, Trey Flowers. They tried Trey Flowers. Man, I don't know why I went blank on that one. They signed him to a monster contract. You wonder why Belichick let him walk. They signed him to like $17 million a year contract. And I think Belichick just understood that he's a good player, but he's not worth, you know, $17, $18 million a year. And they signed him. That didn't pan out. They've drafted like two, three running backs over the last couple of years. None of them have paid off so far. I mean, they were using Adrian Peterson, the aged Adrian Peterson on Thanksgiving Day to run in touchdowns. I mean, I mean, DeAndre Swift is doing okay. He's, I mean, he's coming along, but I mean, you you put a first round pick into him. You, you were hoping he'd be uh, more than that. I mean, when you when you put a first round pick into a running back, you're hoping he's going to be kind of like Ezekiel Elliott was his first year with the Cowboys. Now he's not that that way this year for the Cowboys, but you were. I mean, when you put a first round pick in there, that's what you're looking for. So we we've got that situation going on in Detroit. They're starting over. Uh, man, Stafford's getting older. They look a little bit lost on what they're they're trying to make. I mean, I got to be honest with you. I'm I'm watching this uh, guy after guy that are coming out of the Patriots locker room. That are all these guys that are former coaches. You know, McDaniel's <laughs> left. He got fired in Detroit. I mean, not Detroit, Denver, and he ended up going back. Uh, Brian Flores is doing pretty good, and Mike Vrabel is doing pretty good. But technically, I think Vrabel was more of a player, not necessarily you know in the coaching tree. But Mike. Uh, Flores is doing good, even though your Uncle Chris says he needs to be fired. I don't Miami? Know. Yeah, he says the Miami coach should be fired. They're 7-4. and four, It's a he... lot better than them Raiders. Oh! <laughs> yes! He knows That's what, the what Raiders I'm talking about. <laughs> Man, he's going to love seeing this video. That's going to be great. <laughs> Fire your coach, Raiders. Oh, they can't, man. They signed Gruden to a monster contract. It was like a 10-year, $100 million contract. I thought that was a good idea. Mark Davis, apparently, the Al Davis' son who took over as owner. But, yeah, so that, that's the situation there. But in all fairness, he's actually got the, the Raiders heading in a decent direction. Even some of their losses, you know, they, they've been fighting, contrary to where they've been a couple last few years before that where they were just lost. And so, they beat the Chiefs. They did beat the Chiefs. I mean, you got to give them credit for that. I say you beat the Chiefs, you're doing something right. Yeah, exactly. You got to give them credit for some of that. So, uh, you know, I think there's going to be – there could, could be a few more guys that could get fired before the end of the year. I don't know. I, I kind of hope not, but I know there's some guys not living up to expectations here and there. Like, we've already seen what Houston's fired their coach, Atlanta. Uh, who else has fired their coach now? Houston, Atlanta. Detroit. Detroit's fired, but there was one more, I think. Denver? No, Vic Bangio's good. I thought there was one more. Was it the Jets yet? It's not the Jets. I, don't, I, oh, I, I, well. I mean, it's amazing to me, isn't it? Uh, man, I can't believe that they haven't done it yet. They're on there to just sell the team. So... I'm looking at this. So it looks like just Atlanta, Houston. Let me pull this up on ESPN. Ah, uh, see, obviously we know Houston, Dan Quinn, uh, in Atlanta has been fired. Bill O'Brien. And then Bill o Bill O'Brien from Houston. We already know that one. And Matt Patricia. So those are the only three that have been fired that I can find. If I've missed one, I apologize. 
But then we see that, well, I guess we don't see that, but we're just expecting at any point that Adam Gase is going to be fired in, in New York. He's the worst coach of all time. Probably. Probably. Uh, I mean, he's pretty bad. He's He's been, you know, what I would consider a loser in both places. I mean, getting in fights with your best players and getting in arguments with your best players. Uh, I don't. I think that's bad. Uh, I feel bad for Sam Darnold. I do feel bad for Sam Darnold to an extent. I'm still a Patriots fan, so I love the idea of the Jets sucking. Um, I like that the Jets suck. I just feel bad that Sam Darnold is stuck there. Truth, it is. It is kind of purgatory for a lot of players. I uh, so real quick. I want to. I want to go through a rundown of all the games this weekend. Any. So you just give me a shout-out, any thoughts you have on these winners, losers, or just any other ideas that you have for these games. All right, so let's start at the top. New Orleans at Atlanta. New Orleans. I think that I think it's going to be a blowout. I really do. Even though they don't have uh, Drew Brees, I think they're going to have a blowout. Uh, Detroit at Chicago. Oh. That's tough, right? I think Chicago will do it. I'm thinking Chicago is going to do it as well. The problem be, is that Chicago doesn't have a quarterback, but now Detroit doesn't have a coach, really. Actually, so, Trubisky is starting. I know. I said Chicago doesn't have a quarterback. I said that. <laughs> I'm a Tar Heel fan, and I said that they don't have a quarterback. <laughs> I said it. I'm honest. All right, we got uh, the Browns going to the Titans. It's a tough game. Browns are actually good this year. Right. They've got their running game functioning. Because they've got the running game functioning, their defense looks halfway decent. I mean, Miles Garrett was near the top for sacks this year, so he's I running. Think the Chubb is going to carry him. Right. So that's Titans, tough. I, I personally, uh, I've picked the Titans. <clears throat> I picked the Titans. We'll see if they do it. All right. It Sydney. depends on which Titans show up. That's if the good Titans show up, or if the Titans that played the Colts. Truth. Well, that's also sometimes when you play a division opponent, they just know how to play you. Yeah. All right, Cincinnati at Miami. We both said Miami. All right, Jacksonville at Minnesota. Minnesota. Um... <laughs> you you are not committal on that. You you didn't even finish that. Minnesota. What was that? What, what was that? Are you actually going to try to say Jacksonville? I believe they were starting Mike Glennon recently. Are you going to say Jacksonville? Gordon Minshew and Mike Glennon. Mm. <laughs> I don't even know where Minshew is. I guess he's hurt. I think Dalvin Cook still got it. That defense isn't good. Okay, so you're going to stick with Minnesota. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to yeah. go with the Vikings on that one. I love that. That's my favorite part. You got halfway into that. All right, we have the Raiders at the Jets. Raiders. Yeah. Uh, are we going to – let's put the over-under at 30 points. 30 points. Are you saying that the Raiders will score more or less than 30 points? You're going They're way going up. Over. Over. There we go. How do you not go over playing the Jets? Touche. That's a good point. All right. We have the Colts going to the Texans. Colts. I got Colts. I got Colts. Even though, uh, you know, Sean Watson, they won their game the other day against Detroit. I just – I don't know. I don't think they have enough players. It's Detroit. That's true. Good point. Uh, we have the Rams at the Cardinals. Um, Ooh, right? Right. I have two sides to this. If Kyler Murray plays, I think he'll be able to dodge Aaron Donald. But he is going to have to run. And so he saying, might get hurt. You're saying the only way that the Falcons win this game is if Kyler Murray's putting up 75 to 100 yards rushing. 
Falcons? What did I say? Cardinals. You said the Falcons. No, did I say the Falcons? <laughs> yeah. All right, you're saying that the only way the Cardinals can win this game is if Kyler Murray puts up a lot of yards rushing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Giants at Seattle. Seattle. Seattle, I agree. I think uh, they last I heard Daniel Jones kind of injured. They're not sure if he's going to play. But I will admit uh, that I have been uh, impressed with Joe Judge. He's taking a loser of a team that lost their best player, and he's they're, they're being competitive. They ne- may not be winning every game, but they're being competitive. So you got to give some credit to the Giants. And let's just be honest, the Seahawks, it all comes down to whether or not they can get a pass rush because their defense is awful. They're going to let Russ, Russ cook. They're going to let Russ cook without a doubt, but their defense is awful. Uh, the yeah. Eagles at the Packers. I don't even think this is a debate. Packers. It? It's got to be the Packers. The Eagles are pretty bad this team year. Team injury. Team injury. But, hey, they could actually still win their division. They could still win their division. That's scary when you've lost more than five players that are star players for you and you can still win your division. Well, I mean, all right, think about it this way. Their division. All right, pulling it up right here. The first place, first place team is tied. It's a tie between the Giants and the Red – I can't say the Redskins – the Washington <laughs> footballers. Uh, the Giants and the footballers, they are both at four and seven. And then you have the Eagles right behind them at three, seven, and one, and then the awful Cowboys at three. Just go ahead and tank. They need to go ahead and tank. I'll just go ahead and say it. Um, Tell Dag they're going. Yeah. So, I, I, man, the Eagles – all right, say they win this week they will then hold the lead possibly for the division if both the Redskins and the Giants lose. They would both be at uh, 4-8, and then the Eagles would be at 4-7-1. and So they would have this half-a-game lead because they tied a game. How Mm. crazy is that? That one of those teams is going to get in with probably a losing record, probably. Okay, so we're, we're both saying the Packers there. We have the Patriots at the Chargers. I'm going to tell you, honestly, it's tough. I really believe that the Patriots are going to walk away with a win just because Belichick does so well against young quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks, you know, first two or three years in the league. He's going to put a lot of pressure on them. He's going to put a lot of pressure on them. He's going to do something exotic with the defense, and uh, the Patriots are just going to run it. They're just going to run the bejesus out of the ball. Uh, So I think the Patriots are going to win. Who do you have? Patriots. Patriots, I got you. Um, I don't even know if we have to discuss this one. The Broncos at the Chiefs. I'm not even sure if the Broncos have a quarterback, but I don't even know if it would matter. Are you hesitating? It's a Chiefs win. <laughs> you, I thought you were hesitating. I was like, wait, what Chiefs is happening right it. now? You went into deep thought. I was like, what the crap? Is he seriously thinking about this? <laughs> so once again, over under, once again, over under, the Chiefs will win by 30 or more. 30 or less or more? What do you have? 30 or more or 30 under 30? What do you have? I'm saying they're going to win. I'm saying they're going to win by over 30 points. It's all Vaughn Miller. It's going to be over. I don't think it would even matter if they had Vaughn Miller. The way, the way Mahomes is playing against the Blitz. Right? I don't know. So the way the Broncos can play defense on, against some teams, it's very strategically. And they can – it, that is true, but down. I hadn't seen a lot of teams that can put it on Mahomes yet. He just does amazing things back there. Uh, that we both said we think Pittsburgh is going to beat the Redskins. Ah, Washington. Can't say that. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, and then we have the Bills going to the 49ers. 
What do you have? Got the Bills. You got the Bills? Too many injuries for 49ers. I agree with you. I'm taking the Bills as well. And then the last game, which is I think on Tuesday next week because of COVID, is the Cowboys at the Ravens. Okay. What if Lamar isn't back? I'm not sure the time frame on him coming back from COVID here. Um, it's unclear. It's unclear. It's unclear for me because I don't know the exact number of days. I know he missed the game yesterday against he the – He still has uh, it. He, he still uh, – right. I mean, it takes a little while, but there's a certain amount of days that you have to be symptom-free and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I'm, I'm – even with – even if they're starting Robert Griffin III, I'm going to take the Ravens. This is tough. I know I get it. Sometimes the Ravens will get to the end of the game. It's pretty close. And the way Dallas played against Pittsburgh, that was pretty good. Ravens will choke. You're taking Cowboys? No. Oh, see, oh my gosh. (sighs) Depends. How is he? No, no, no. It doesn't depend. You got to pick one. Pick one. Come on, man. What's it going to be? You gonna take the red rocket? I'll take down there? a Baltimore. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I just had it's to put a tough you on the game. Well, I get it. Baltimore can suck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, just the lower level of uh, lower level of football. We're both uh, we're both big Tar Heel fans. Uh, we were we were both hoping that they would um, that they would put it on Notre Dame this past weekend. And let's just be honest, um, we're, we're still. Not ready. We're not ready. We're about a year or so away from having the talent on there to defeat a team like that, and I'm hoping that Mac Brown can keep that going. But I've seen a, a growing trend in college football that, I'll be honest, JJ, it makes me a little nervous about things. So what I've seen, over, obviously, since the beginning of the season, we've seen guys that are opting out. They're claiming COVID and they're opting yeah. out if they've got, you know, if they've already been rated fairly high in, for drafts stock and all this kind of stuff like that they're opting out and they you know and they they've got to make the best interest make the decision that's in the best interest for them and I get it I I can't argue or fault a guy who's putting his body on the line but uh just this week uh I saw a few guys that opted out uh Uncle Chris's team you know he's a big FSU guy I saw one of their best defenders Asante Samuel Jr. uh or Asante Samuel whatever it is I'm pretty sure it's Asante Samuel Jr. but he opted out he, I mean, he, he, the season's not over yet, and he opted out. The reason he opted out is the same reason that Terrence Marshall, the wide receiver for LSU, same reason he probably opted out. Uh, their team sucks. They've made huge impacts as far as the way they played early on in the year, so they, they look good draft stock-wise. So then the argument becomes why risk your body uh, to get injured and do all this kind of stuff that when you're focused on the NFL. And I get it. And, you know, you have to do what's best for you. But I'm seeing a growing trend that kind of makes me nervous. Like, I would not be shocked to start seeing that across the board. I saw, uh, I think it was offensive tackle for Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, they still have a chance to win the Big 12 as far as I know. I think they're going to the Big 12 championship. But one of their best offensive tackles just opted out. He quit. He quit. He did, I guess, a good enough job throughout this whole season to where he just said, okay, I'm out, and I'm not risking getting hurt. Uh, how, how do you feel about that? Do you, do you feel like these guys should stick around? Like if you say, hey, I'm going to play this season for you, coach. I'm going to be here for you, team. 
should you stay for the whole year, or are you of the belief that these guys got to do what's right for them? If your team sucks, you do what's right for you. Now, if you're a team competing for the championship, you you have to stay. If you were that good to get drafted, you were gonna go to the playoffs. You've got to stay. But it's I mean it's the same argument. You have to think about these guys. So uh, some of these guys they're not gonna be competing for a national. Like the guy from Oklahoma State. I mean he they could get into the chance for the playoffs. I don't know. Maybe they could. Maybe they couldn't. I'm not really sure. But do you? Is it worth it? These guys are thinking about long term. How many millions they could make if they get drafted into the NFL and all that kind of stuff. Is it worth risking injury? Is it worth sticking around? It's not? You don't think so? If it's not a guarantee, it's not at all. I know you're right, man. It's just just really hard for me. I got – sometimes I have these really old – I have these really old school approaches to things. Like, Uncle Chris is even more old school than I am at points about certain things. And so we, we struggle with that type of stuff. Oklahoma State is six and two. There's no way in the world they're making the playoffs, in my opinion. No, they're not. They're not making the playoffs. Because um, Alabama's eight and oh, Notre Dame's nine and oh, Clemson eight and one, and Ohio State's four and oh, which I still have a struggle with that because they're not going to play. How are they even up there? Well, it, their strength of their team and their, their strength of their name is what's got them up that high. I, I mean, I don't they got to be a good school. Oh, they're a fantastic school. Uh, they just – they've got to win out. They've really got to win out. So, But that's what's going on a little bit in football. You know, tomorrow uh, we're going to have another episode. We're going to record and post. Uh, Chris and I will be on here. We'll have a special guest with us, and we're going to be talking some uh, basketball college and nba breaking all down that's what's happening out there with the trades and extensions and just looking forward to kicking off the season and how uh, college basketball has already started off with some upsets and different things so uh, we really appreciate you guys uh, watching and hanging out listening whatever it is Uh, we just ask that you guys if you like what we're doing just give us a like uh, hit that subscribe button and just uh, keep it going Uh, we appreciate you guys and we'll see you next time